Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Influent Live. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. For uh, our sixth session of Rethink. And, uh, and this time, and, and we're, we're going to be talking about God's zeal for our works and the gospel of works. Yeah. So we've been, we've been taking the last six months and really diving into rethinking the kingdom of God. Right. Because so few people, I mean, I've, I've been going to church for decades, and there's so little understanding of what the kingdom of God is. And it's so relevant to anyone living on the planet, what the kingdom of God actually is. Right. And, and it matters, right? Yeah, I, I would say it matters since it's what is actually increasing and going to ultimately cover right. the earth. Right. And, and, and as you pointed out, John the Baptist told us to rethink. Yeah, but John the Baptist came announcing, in a sense, <laughs> the kingdom of God. The kingdom is at hand. And what did he say? He said, "Repent, rethink, change your mind, change the way you think." And right. that had uh, incredible significance to the Hebrew, to the Jewish people that he was talking to, because they, first of all, they had a picture of what they were expecting in a king coming, and second of all, they were they lived under this this religious system, which was good. It was God's system. It was the old covenant system, and it was it was right at the time. But he was saying. This thing that's been prophesied is landing on the planet, and as a matter of fact, there he is, that man from Galilee. Mm-hmm. Behold the Lamb of God, you know. And so uh, we, we have been in a continual rethink in some ways. I mean, and I think we're supposed to be, you know, our minds are being renewed. That's not, that's not a one-time renewal. No. Right? But we're, we get, we're transformed as our minds are renewed, and we're, we live in an hour where uh, the Lord is releasing yeah. Fresh revelation of old truth yeah. about his so, kingdom. So th- this is a big deal. This whole, yeah. the whole gospel of works and this idea of, of, of works and faith. Okay. Right. So we understand it. I mean, every preacher on the planet, this is this, the sermon, you know, that, that's, that's preached is our gospel is a gospel of faith. It, it right. matters what you believe. Right. But as you pointed out, it's it, that we're not judged on the basis of our theology. Right. Right. But it says it says we'll appear before him and what we have done works done in the body works done in the body. So it it is about works. Yeah. And works obviously are a reflection of of our theology. So our theology matters and our 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 teleology where we think things are going matters because it's going to drive the way I live. But 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 there is there is an imbalance in the way it's being preached in the pulpits. And it's an imbalance that produces a basically a, a laziness in the way we manage right. our lives on the planet, yeah. Yeah. right? Kind of a, a lackadaisicalness, yeah. Well, right? And we're because it's it's only about faith. It's only yeah. about it's only about about faith. Yeah. It's not about works. When in fact the gospel is very clear that what you do in life and what you do on earth matters. Right. 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 So it's the you know we we receive the word implanted, and we say yes. I mean Mary received the word of God. That became flesh and dwelt among us. But for the word to become flesh and dwell among us, there had to be a receiving of it. There had to be a speaking of, be it done to me according to your word. And then there was the physical birthing. There was a, you know, that, 
That word even had to be fleshed out and walked out or else Jesus would have remained a word. What, what would that look, have looked like for the planet if Jesus was still a word with God, was God well, in the beginning? We wouldn't be, right? So, uh, right. So in the, in the beginning was the word, the word was, was with God and the, the word, word was God. God. But and then and then the word became flesh and dwelt among us and be dwelt among us. But in between that was a little lady in Israel, a young teenage lady that had never known a man saying, "Be, be it done, done to me, me according to your word." So it took so, a so human faith, being right. to basically activate the right. word of God and cause that word to be flesh. Right now, now God initiated that. I'm not taking anything away from the Holy Spirit or from, from the Father who, who did all this, but it, it, it was a woman had to right. give him permission to do this. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, Hebrews tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for. So faith comes by hearing the Word of God or this rhema. The, the Word of God comes into your heart, touches your spirit, and you say yes. There's a substance that's formed. There's a, it's a very real thing. It's like we talk about, well, I know in my knower that, I'm, that I have eternal life. It's the very first time we experience this when we respond to the call of God's forgiveness in Jesus Christ and we say yes. And the, what? The Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit, our inner man, that we are children of mm. God. That's that substance. There's that inner witness, right? But, but, uh, but we're, we're taught in Scripture that so, so we think that, we believe that. And so Romans, uh, I'm sorry, Hebrews 10 says, or is it Romans 10? says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes, resulting in righteousness. That's the be it done to me. There, that's the conception. That's the substance is formed. But it's the speaking out. With, but with the mouth he confesses, resulting in or unto salvation. Now right. this thing starts taking on form and moving out. And then moving out beyond even the proclamation and the confession is the living out and demonstrating. Because James said, the only way I can see your faith, real as it right. is in you, is by your works. So, so Jim, so. We're, we're really about a kingdom movement coming yes. forth. And, and, and about the world being changed about, and being transformed by the faith of God's people. Right. And by human beings... Right. Filled with the Holy Spirit and the Word of the Lord, activating themselves in the planet to bring God's heart, His value system, His His ways right. to the earth, right? And that's what we call reformers. Yep. And it's also good works. Yeah. When um, when when Jesus said, "Let your light shine before men," right? That man can see see your, your good works, your good works, yeah. and glorify your Father. Yeah. It is about it, yeah. that is light equals good works. We it's, think of light as like a you know yeah. a halo, ethereal you know, thing, a, a glowing. Yeah, you know my hair. <laughs> it is not that it right. light. When he's talking about the light being a, a light with God, it's talking about works. Yeah. It's talking so about what you're doing. I'll blow you away with one. The so what what the bride. You know, what the bride is dressed in is the white linens, which, which is, is the, the righteous, righteous acts of the, of the saints. saints. She's yeah. wearing works. Yeah. Show me what our garment speaks of our, our place yeah. in life and what we... What, it's it's yeah. her glory. It's, her glory it's, is the works. It's, it's the works right. that she did. So what are these works? So we, you know, so we've just come out of uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> we've come out of the Christmas season. And so, you know, the Isaiah 9... Six and seven passages familiar to us. We sing it and everything else. But for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government will rest upon his shoulder. And of the increase, 
And of course, his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Our Blessing Father, Prince of Peace. Uh, the increase of his, Jesus, this son coming, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. It will ever be increasing from, and it, and it says, from that time forth, what time forth? The O Holy Night, when the child was born and right. the son was given. The birth from of that Jesus. that point on in history, his government, his peace will never stop increasing. Yep. And then the last line of that is, and this is, this is, this is what underwrites our good works. Yeah. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. <laughs> oh, cool. So God's going to do all the works and all we have to, no, 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 no. Because then we're told in, in Titus and elsewhere in scripture, <coughs> Titus 2, 14, it says that Jesus, talking of Jesus, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us, buy us back from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, wait for it, zealous for good works. He redeemed wow. us unto having the very zeal of God. And the point of being redeemed was that we would be zealous, like on fire for, for good, good works. works. Right. Because it's the zeal of the Lord of hosts performing those good works through the agency of human beings, wow. the body of Jesus Christ on the earth. Wow. That's, I mean, that's not how generally you think about the zeal of God, right? Right. Yeah, you, you, you kind of feel, you kind of see him, you know, lightning bolting and smoking some things here and there and not, knocking, you know, I'm going to blow up this town or, you know, do whatever. But no, so, he's chosen to do what he's going to do on the planet through you and me. So and, he's, he's zealous for his government and peace to increase forever and ever and ever. Right. And, and he's, he's zealous for people, zealous for good works, who will do so. That's why we've been who redeemed. Who basically will bring that kingdom and expand his government Forever right. and ever and ever. That's right. So, so his plan from the beginning, God's plan from the beginning, has been to manifest and spread his glory and his goodness, his presence, his ways, his dominion throughout the earth and to do it through human beings in relationship with him. Right. Goes back to Genesis in the garden. He says to Adam, he fashions a man and says, you know, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Then, you know, of course, the fall came. We turned over the keys. Then he says, I'm going to get in covenant. I'm going to find somebody to come in covenant with me. He raises up this nation called Israel and says, now go into the promised land under this covenant that I've given you. And if you go in and you'll obey, you'll take my ways into this land, you'll start to transform the land. No one will be able to stand against you. They couldn't do it. We get the upgrade. And so he mm -hmm. puts his spirit on us, writes his law in our mind, puts it in our heart, says, I'll be your God. You'll be my people. Each of them will know me. And, he's, and, and then what does he say? That each of them will know me. And I will be I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, to their lawless deeds, their sins I will remember no more. So the upgrade is not only that we have the power of him on the inside of us, but this forgiveness thing where we don't get blown out of the game because we, we stumble. Instead, we right. confess our sin, faithful and just. He, he restores us, redeems us, gets it's, us right it's, back. It's, it's like, this thing's going to... It's like the cannot fail clause. This would stink it's to be like, the devil. So, so yeah, you get whacked, <laughs> you, you fall flat on your face, and then yeah. we, we, we give you a mulligan. Yeah. You know, exactly. get back up and, and, that, and that's again, not that's not, a, that's not an excuse to sin. That's not a pass to sin. Scripture's clear not. about that, and anybody that's walking with God knows better and doesn't even like the sin. We're, we make terrible sinners. You said it on, on a previous show. We're, we're, I, you hate sinning. It's not who you are. It's like it's, it hurts to right. do that. So, so here's the thing. God, I, I wrote this thing. That God, God bets his life on the success of this plan. Let that hang there a minute. God bets his life. That doesn't sound like something God would do. <laughs> kind of being funny. But 
So in Numbers 14, and this is when the children of Israel failed to go in because of unbelief. They, 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 they chose to buy the report of the 10 spies right. instead of the two spies. And so God is getting ready to smoke them. And, um, and Moses intercedes on their behalf. And he says, Lord, for your name's sake, pardon them. And God says an amazing thing. He says, I have pardoned them according to your word. Now, that would have been fine if you just ended right there. But he said this, but as I live, the earth will be filled with my glory. Wow. So I'm betting my life on it. <laughs> he says, I'm underwriting the reality of this government and peace increasing and my glory filling the earth. I'm underwriting that. Number one, I'm going to accomplish it by, this is God, I'm going to accomplish it by my zeal. And number two, I guarantee you it's going to work by my as life. I live. Yeah, on my life. Okay, that, so that's the context. That's that we're how living. serious he is about yeah. this. So that's the context that we're living life in. Yeah. Okay, any, any model that doesn't incorporate those two foundational presuppositions, we really need to question. I mean, there's some verses, obviously, where God is putting an exclamation mark on the verse and saying, I pay attention to this one. He's circling yeah. it, as I live. it, highlighting it, and saying, this is what I care about. Yeah. The whole earth shall be filled with the glory of God. And he's going to do it through human beings. And so Psalm 110, again, it's the most quoted Old Testament passage in the New Passage, and it's where the Lord, and clearly this is the Father talking to the Son that's actually explained for us in the New Testament. So we don't need commentators for that. The Holy Spirit told us. The Lord said to my Lord, sit, this is Jesus, sit at my right hand until the American Christians think you ought to come back. Until, <laughs> until they, things get so difficult that they want to get out of here. No. He said, sit at my right hand until, this is the Father, until I make your enemies your footstool. And then it says, the Lord shall send the rod of your strength or your scepter out of Zion saying, rule in the midst of your enemies. And get this, your people, he's talking to the Son. Your people will volunteer freely in the day of your power. Wow. Well, wait a second. You said, Father, you said you'd make Jesus' enemies his footstool. And, and then he turned around and said, yeah, but your people will volunteer freely in the day of your power. Hmm. So we are the body of Jesus on the earth. Yeah. Little anatomy lesson here. Jesus <laughs> is the head over the body, given to the body. He's the head over all things, over all rule, power, dominion, and authority. That's what Ephesians tells us. And he's been given to us his body on the earth. And then God says this, then we get this crazy thing in Romans 16, 20. And the God, and this is talking to the church, this is talking to humans. Uh -oh. Paul's writing this to humans. This is another good one. Uh oh. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan by his mighty right arm by speaking out nope. of heaven. Nope. The God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. <laughs> Human beings honor the body of Jesus Christ. Which is his footstool. Which is his earth is his footstool. <laughs> So, so it's a footstool that he's, he's, he's crushing Satan under our feet. Yeah, yeah, under the body of Christ, whom we are. So don't any one of us think like, well, I had, a, I had an ordeal with Satan last week. Probably yeah, not. He's, let's take this down yeah, a notch yeah, because, yeah. You, because you and I are both super practical about this, right? It isn't, it isn't about the mighty Moseses and the, mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the apostles who are yeah. doing this incredibly awesome, powerful right. thing, destroying the enemy, and we just write them checks. Right. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? No, this is every single school teacher who is just bringing the heart of God into their classroom. This, this, is, this is every mother who is, yeah. who is taking care of their, their children or raising them up in a godly fashion. This is every counselor, every school counselor, every 
every CEO who is running a godly business and honoring God by the way they treat people. This is everyday Christians. This is the kindergartner. The value system of heaven into their everyday life. That's right. You know, yeah. Sunday through Monday. Okay? This is the kindergartner who prays to receive Jesus and kneels down at her bedside and says the Lord's Prayer and says, Your kingdom come and your will be done. And if we think that prayer, even if she doesn't understand, yeah. we think that prayer isn't heard in heaven. So yeah. that's how powerful this thing it's is. It's everybody doing doing their thing right. every day right. it, un, By in, faith. in the heart of God. By faith. Yes. Bringing his heart, bringing yeah. his value system, bringing his power right. in everything they do all day long, every right. day, just right. as a normal everyday Christian living a normal everyday life in God and under his smile, under his favor, bringing the kingdom. And if this is this is the movement we're talking That's about. Right. It's, it's a kingdom movement and and about just normal everyday people expressing him yeah. in everyday life. And as they get promoted to greater areas of it, you know, spheres of influence, so be it. But it, it again, this is a this is a thing that works for the tiniest per This is what I love yeah. about Jesus. He cuz Jesus said talking about John the Baptist, we've talked about this that that you know no one ever born of a woman, John is better than, greater than anyone ever born of a woman. He goes, but I tell you the truth, whoever's least in the kingdom, in this new thing, this human 2.0, we talked about it a few months ago, whoever's least in this, that kindergarten girl who bows the knee to Jesus, is greater than John the Baptist. Okay? That mean, what does that mean? In capacity, in opportunity, in greater covenant. I mean, mm -hmm. this thing is so stacked in our favor. We have the zeal of God undergirding us. And we have him betting his life that it's going to work. Mm. And our, so what it all comes down to is what works do I present to my master the day that I appear before him? Mm. So I was talking to some brothers just yesterday about this. And I said, you know, and I, this is going to sound shocking to some people, but I don't want the Lord to return right now. Okay. I don't want him to return. You know why? First of all, it doesn't matter whether I want him to return because the father <laughs> said sit right here until. Yeah. So let's settle that. But secondly, it's like the picture I got was like a child, you know, it, or, or some kids in the bedroom wrapping the Christmas present for their parents and like, you know, kind of making a mess of it, you know, the jagged lines being cut and it still doesn't look that good and you can still see what the gift is. And the dad comes to the door and says, hey, I'm coming. And no, 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 no. Stay out. Don't come in. Hmm. That's how I feel. Oh, I wow. don't want to show up hmm. before him on behalf of my own self personally and on behalf of the people that I do life with. It ain't done. We don't have what he deserves, wow. right, to present to him. So Our right. dress is not looking all that great. It's, right. it's good. There's been good things done, yeah. but we're half-dressed at best. Okay, yeah. so I don't want him to return yet. I want him to return when we, first of all, right when the father says, okay, son, your enemies have now been made a footstool for your feet. And as 1 Corinthians 15 says, the last enemy's death, now you go destroy death, which means empty out the graves, separate the people right and the left, <laughs> And no more death. And now the sons of my kingdom will shine forth in the kingdom yeah. of their father. That's when I want him to come back. And by the way, that's when he's coming back, by yeah. his own word. Yeah. So in the meantime, we want to be zealous for good works. Yeah. We want to receive the zeal of God. You know, we just, we just had our monthly gathering last week. And, and one of the things I talked about was that this life is the only opportunity we have to offer him faith, hope, right. and love. And those are the, wow. the, the what I call the three eternal currencies. Yeah, they're the only only things that last forever. Yeah. The currencies, 
and faith. This, when, when this is the only chance you have to offer him belief when you when you can't do not see. see. You can't see and yet believe. Yeah. And 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 love and hope. Mm. You know. And this is it. This is our chance. Which those are those are the fuel for the good works. All those things yeah. are the fuel for right. the good works. Right. This is it, guys. Those the, it's good works is what expresses right. expresses our faith. And this love, is right? what overcomes the world. Our yeah. faith. But how does our faith overcome the world? By works. You yeah. know, we've been sharing. I, I've been reading a book, uh, an, an audio book called "A Pope and a President." Yeah. And this is a book, and I just recommend this book to anybody to read. I mean, this is a book about two men, the Polish Pope, Pope. Pope John Paul II and Ronald Reagan, and their lives are incredibly parallel. There's so many incredible, awesome parallels in their lives, but their lives converge, and they actually forged this friendship. And the friendship was mostly rooted on their faith in Jesus and their expectation that the gospel, the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ, was at such odds with this this uh, atheistic communism, and that's why Ronald Reagan called it the evil empire. And people, it was so politically incorrect. But if you go back and read some of the things hey, that, it was that evil empire. yeah, it's God. It was a godless system that kept people I mean, they, in oppression. They're, they're slaughtered, you know, sixty million people in China, their own people. And, and Poland and, was and fifty million in Russia. And, Don't tell me it's not an was evil where, empire. It's an evil empire. Poland was the most devastated in terms of percentage of population right. wiped out, which is where the Pope. So was this from. Polish Pope derives anyway. The story. Just please read the. It's such an awesome story. But the point is this: these two guys believed what the you know, the writer of O Holy Night believed, okay, before we got into Hal Lindsey and, you know, you know we're, the end is coming. And that is that the gospel, the implications of this gospel, that, you know, chains shall he break for the slave is my brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. They saw the oppression of this godless system of government that was imprisoning people, and they said, not on our watch. And they did good works by faith. They did good works. And communism fell. Now, is there still communism? Yes. But you know what? Guess what? That's part of our assignment then. So why can't we, instead of us looking at communism or anything else, radical Islam, whatever, and saying, look, that's spreading like, you know, the darkness is spreading, things are getting, why don't we say, oh, there's darkness there. Let's go after it. We're supposed to be light. Why don't we aim our prayers and aim our, why don't we raise up a generation of Wilberforce, a generation of John Paul II's or or, uh, Ronald Reagan. We're going to. We are absolutely going to. It's our kids. It's this next generation. It's the millennial generation. You know, we're calling calling all these young people to go and be impactors, be change agents, not not hiders, not not barriers of you know of their talent. Right. Take everything you've been given and play your cards to the hilt. Yeah, with zeal. Max, with With zeal. zeal. Expecting expecting to win. Like. Not to say you're not going to have some setbacks, not to say you're not right. going to have some challenges, but big deal. Well, be of more. good cheer, he all, said. Exactly. In I this, have overcome. You will overcome. There, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. In this world, you will have tribulation. Oh, thank you, yeah, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, we're cheerful Because guess that. what? In you overcoming that, you become more of a son. You have greater responsibility, yeah. more favor with God. You get to enter into the joy of your master. All right, let's, let's talk about 2019. We just crossed Woo. over into the new year. Yes. What's God saying for 2019? Well, what I'm hearing, and I had an experience to kind of confirm this, is is it's time is to good. start getting this from here and even from here on our lips. 
And I'll yeah. tell you, I was, you know, because again, as we said before, that that so, yeah, the scripture. Tell us about, just give us the example of your walk. This okay, walk so here. so I'm I'm living in Colorado now. Come in for these, you know, the do ministry with you, and yeah. <laughs> so I'm walking on the the new Santa Fe Trail there, and you know, between uh, a a monument actually near Palmer Lake, and I'm walking along, and I start thinking, I'm meditating on these truths and the kingdom, and just talking to the Lord about my family and this and that, and and I just start I just start proclaiming these crazy things like. North Korea. Well, but first, for first, you, the Lord's told you. You said start to confess who you oh, are. Oh yeah, yeah, who I am. So, yeah. so yeah. you started just confessing yeah. what really oh, the oh, last six self. six months, this whole kingdom rethink. Yeah, what's yeah. been going on in your brain? Yeah. You actually put that on yeah. your lips, yeah. and you started speaking out. Yeah. Greater works will I do, Jesus, because you went to the Father. Ooh. I'm greater than it, John the Baptist. Just Bible truths. Because you, you said started it. saying yeah. the Bible. And it's weird at first to, 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 to say you're great. Okay? <laughs> it's, it's weird. But when Jesus says it, we better agree with it. Right. Right? So when you start thinking you're great, in and terms if you're not of, on board with all this, guys, read the Bible, ahead. Matthew 11. Well, and go watch a couple of these other rethinks. Go watch yeah. number four, rethink, greater yeah. people, greater work. Yeah. Greater, how have, about this one? This is a safe one. Everybody would agree with, although, do we really believe it? Greater is he that is in me yeah. than he that is in the world. Okay. So, so you start, so you start, start confessing, confessing all this stuff, and, and it started to, yeah. how did it oh, feel? Oh, Superman. Like, there's a wind, <laughs> and there's a faith, and there's a, and then it started moving to, and I felt like the Holy Spirit was prompting uh, me and yeah. saying, I want you to start saying some things that I don't have many people. The way I heard it was I don't have anyone saying, but I know what he meant by that. It's right. like, say it as though nobody else was. And so the things that a lot of the church has been pointing to and calling the, the signs of the times and things are getting done, I started talking to those things. Like what? Like North, like communism in North Korea. Like Kim Jong-un's heart can be changed and will be changed wow. by so the gospel started, of Jesus So you just Christ. felt the unction yeah. to start actually yeah. speaking so, these so North, kind of... So the, so the wall between North Korea and South Korea is coming down and the gospel is going to flow and There's all no the wall, prayers of the actually, saints... But... There is a wall. It's not a physical wall. Yeah. But, but, the, but the, prayer, the prayers of the South Koreans for the centuries, uh -huh. or decades anyway, are going to start... The, the wow. fruit of those is coming. And North Korea, is a, it's going to be one nation. So you start it's going to be under God. And this country, some, by the way, is turning back to God. Some nuclear there, bombs there. Yeah, just kind there of is boom. an awakening already afoot in this nation. This nation, and I'm, I'll say this boldly, this nation has not yet stepped into the fullness of her destiny. And it's an awesome destiny. And the, the church is going to get in touch with the history of this nation and what the founding fathers believed. And I know there was imperfection, and I know there was a lot of mixture, as in let the wheat and tares grow together because you don't, you're not really smart enough to separate them. And you, but the point is the wheat, the wheat started, the wheat's growing. And so this nation is turning back to God. This nation is going to be, it's going to be a powerhouse economically. It's going to be an exporter of freedom. It already has been that. Well, it has been and the, it's going to be the a main God. one in the earth. Yes, in the, absolutely. It's going to be a God on the earth. Yeah. And, so, and so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm saying these things. I'm like, I feel like he's naming it, but he wants wow. me to claim it. Wow. He wants his people on earth walking in his zeal, doing our works. Right. And part of our greatest works is proclamation of truth. Man, so somebody said to me, he said, isn't this just, you know, the old name it, claim it Christianity? And, and you know, our response was, you know, yeah, it is. But the difference is it's him naming it and we claiming, claiming it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's not about us. Yeah. You know, it's it's what he is saying, yeah. and it's agreeing with what he is saying. But, and the point he was making to you is that he doesn't have a lot of people in the earth that are actually proclaiming what he is proclaiming. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and with the zeal that he says, as surely as he lives, right. you know, his government is going to increase. Who's calling this forward like right. they mean it, right. and like they believe it? 
And and so so it's time for for our words. This is a year, I believe, if if to start to line up with if this thinking. we will take, if we will if we will rethink, if we will repent, if we will 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 seek first the kingdom. This is the gospel of the kingdom, yes. and get this in us, and actually start proclaiming it and saying it, really saying it mm -hmm. with words. Jesus didn't say, "Think about this mountain, move, and it'll be moved." He said, "Say to the mountain, move." Right. He creation would not have happened without him speaking, and, he, and we're made in his image. So he didn't just think creation; he right. spoke it, and it and it was. So I believe this is a year where it's time to it's time to get this on our lips. It's time to confess this, and and you, I promise you, you will be changed. The atmosphere of your That's life it. will be changed if a year yeah. from now you have made it a practice of confessing this. Now the world understands this; they call it positive confession. We're not talking. Well, it is positive confession. We're talking about. Soldiers and family of the Lord Jesus Christ, whose kingdom will have no end. It's ever increasing. And we get to come into that and into the zeal of God and proclaim what he's saying. So I'll say what the angel said. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. Wow. It's, incre it's happening. Yeah. Right now when I say that, peace and goodwill on earth is increasing. So, so this, this, is, this is, there's great power in the words of, of, of a human. And especially if, if, if God is initiating those words and a human tongue is speaking it. Absolutely. It says, by, the, by the, the worlds were framed by the word of God, a spoken mm. word. That's right. And, he, and it's, it, says, uh, he, it says, he said to the fig tree, let no fruit grow. He spoke to a tree. He, it says, he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. Um, the Lord spoke to Moses and said, speak to the rock and it will right. yield its water. The Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you'll speak to the mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the seed, and it will obey you. Right. Not, not that God will do it or an angel will do it. It says right. it will obey. Right. There's, there's power in human words. Yeah. And, and, uh, We're, it's know, the we, dignity of being we, made in God's we image. We totally <laughs> underestimate the power of words. Yeah. We totally under underestimate it. He says, God calls those things that are not as though they are, Romans Romans 4, 17. Right. He says, you will declare a thing and it will be established for you. Job 22. This is what you just did. Right. And, and so what happened? What would happen if we had a million Christians or 10 million Christians right. all just calling forth these crazy, you know, Bob, movement I'm, I'm, of heaven I'm, I'm onto the you, planet? I just, it, you it's, know, it's a, it's a growing vision and it's burning. And I know you share this with me. There, there is coming a hope, prayer and proclamation movement where people are going to gather, they're going to adore the Lord and, and exalt Him, and he's, His presence is going to come, and we're going to, be, we're going to begin speaking hope to this planet. We're going to begin yeah. speaking. We're not making stuff up. There's, there's so much good material right in Scripture. <laughs> How about the increase of His... Right now, today, Lord, your government and peace is increased. I can, I can command that to happen in my own life. In my own, I can say, Lord, any jurisdiction I have that I'm aware of, I'm in control of my tongue, I yield to you. Your government and peace... Take over this tongue. Take over this thinking. And while you're at it, take over my city. Mm. I declare the government of God and the shalom of God are increasing in Kansas City today and will ever be right. increasing. And God's zeal it, it, will it, accomplish it, this, it. it. Doesn't it feel to you like it's, it's not, it's more than words? I mean, you know, it, it's like we're doing this for our business. The business is growing. We're, we're doing it for our city. We're doing it for our community. We're doing it for our, for our friends. And we're seeing the power of God 
You know, it's what we're saying is coming to pass, but we're not just making it up. We're doing it under the unction, right? right? It's under the unction and leadership of God. And and the, and you're right. There is a movement coming forth of people who will believe. And and this 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 hope message, it's God's heart. It's he's he's, he's the not God hope, of hope. He's not hopeless about anything. He's not right. despairing. He's not cynical. Right. And so if you're any of those things, you're not in agreement with yeah. God. And so we need to be in agreement with God, putting his promises, his hope, his belief on our tongue and on our lips and speaking it out. Or if we think that, and so, this, so this most, is, most Christians would not say I'm without hope, but what they would do is they would shrink hope to mean the right. hope of his coming. And that's, so, that's great to have that hope, but let's have, let's have a billion hopes besides that. Yeah, well, in the prayer in Romans is, you know, 15, 13, is that the God of hope would fill us with all peace and joy in believing that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's, that's right here, right now, on this planet. And as a matter of fact, this is, our, this is our formula for evangelism, according to Scripture, is that be ready always to give a defense to anyone who asks for the hope that, that is in you. And yeah. again, how many people on a weekly basis are coming up to us Christians and saying, you guys are so hopeful. Give an excuse for Where yourself. Where is this? Yeah. Explain, Explain why you're so this. hopeful. And I'm telling you, there's coming a day. That's going to be normal. Yeah. We're, going to be, we're going to be stopped by people on the street. They're going to take us by the sleeve and say, you have hope. I don't know how or why yeah, or where it, it's coming from. It's because the it's, God of hope is filling me with joy and peace. It's been the opposite. Christians seem to be the most, the most despairing. Yeah. yeah, you know the the great darkness is you know is our is our entire future and 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 you know give me a reason to explain your 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 belief in the in this great yeah. darkness. Well, you know yeah. what you know what the I opposite. Think I, why I think we're there's so much despair in the church is because here's the thing really if if you are a you know if you're a Steph Curry that level of a basketball player. And, and, and you're, you're told, like, you need, you're, you're going to play at the local YMCA against seventh graders for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay? You're bored. Christian, we were talking about it today. We're, we're declaring an end to Christian boredom. Those two words don't even belong on the same planet. Christian, how about post, we're a post-Christian nation. What the heck is that? What? What's anything about this kingdom that, that ever should go post? Nation. Yeah, yeah. So we, we've we've back we've backtracked know, a little because of bad theology, but we're get, we're getting it back. It's hopeful. It's good. It's growing. This thing works. Yeah. God's zeal is underwriting it, and His life. He's better. He's put His life on the line. So so here's here's what's happening, and and we're 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 going to wrap it up here. But here's what's here's what's happening. It's this last few months and last you know time. We are we've become allergic. To unbelief and <laughs> and and allergic to have, have people start to come to you and say how this is not going to work or that's going to fail or that's going to and it's just like something just rises up and you're like no no that's not the case it's it's like I just can't I can't agree with that stuff anymore and right. and it's just I'm being overtaken by by power inside. Yeah. Yeah. To believe this is not and just, power inside to yeah, hope. Yeah, this isn't We're, a theological. I'm argument. allergic to this yeah, other yeah. stuff. This isn't just, a need to be I, right. I can't agree with it. I, I'm right. not gonna. I'm, it's like breathing the the smokestack of you know putting your car, you know your 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 mouth in the exhaust pipe and just living in that. I'm not doing yeah. that anymore. No, it, it's and 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 uh, you know I tell you I just I feel like there's you know Bob Hartley just spoke a word is going to share it soon about about an explosion of hope coming across the planet where yeah. people are just just throwing up on on this despair of Christianity yeah. and cynical cynicism and unbelief 
and get in the place of hope. It is who we are. We are believers. It is our calling. It is it is who we're who we're to be. Yeah, I, we, I heard a, of a of a very famous preacher say, I read in a book, uh, that there's really no reasonable Christian that can say that there's any 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 good reason to hope for things to get better on the planet <laughs> until Jesus returns. Really. <laughs> What, what Bible has he been reading? I, I mean, how can you, first of all, how can you live in this country, this one nation under God, and yeah, I know about the problems we've got, but for the most part, you can live a peaceable, godly life in all godliness and sincerity, okay? And you can say the name of Jesus without getting your head cut off. And everything else that's good about this nation, in our existence, 2,000 years, the other side of the cross, we can see that slavery has been obliterated from the globe. Most nations are going to free, free forms of government. Things are getting better everywhere. Everywhere. Is there some evil in some areas of darkness? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, let's go, go get it. it. Let's yeah. go get it. So, so I, I, what we're saying here is there's, there's, a, there's a growing reality and an appetite for this zeal of God to, to get on board with what he's doing, which he said from the beginning, you know, of the, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. I want to be on that side of it, okay? I don't want to talk about what about the two witnesses? What about the mark? What about this? What about darkness covers the earth and gross darkness the people? Yeah, I'll tell you about that. That's exactly what it was like before the light came. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you, Israel. That's exactly what happened when Jesus came. The light came into the world. And in Handel's Messiah, that's what Handel believed, because if you, go, if you read through that chronology of that, anyway, that musical, you'll see. Man, this is, it's this getting is better, folks. Jim, and it's, it's, it's real. This isn't, just, we're, this isn't positive thinking. This is, this is <laughs> awesome. This is awesome. Buddy, um, the planet's changing, guys. And, uh, and you're it. And, We're it. We're called to and be it's, it. It's, it's good to be us. It is. It's good to be you. It's <laughs> good right. to be you. That's Isn't right. it? It is. This is the best time ever to be alive. That's right. More opportunity oh. than ever. And the, the, king, the king is on the move. And the kingdom's yeah. on the move. And, and uh, this is, by the way, I just want to say this too. This is a year of joy. Mm. I just keep hearing this. I heard it earlier. This is a year for, for cheer, for be, to be of good cheer. It was in the context of, in this world you will have trouble. Be of good cheer. And this is a year of joy. I believe God is, is going to release his joy to people. And the joy of being profitable. He said, enter into the joy of your master to the ones that were profitable. Mm. And that's works. That's taking mm. what he's entrusted with us, being faithful, deploying those in faith, believing for really good things. And then showing up with him and saying and seeing the joy on his face, and he says, "Enter into this joy." By the way, here's more. Go do more. That's where I want to. All right, guys. So, uh, <laughs> check out the rethink series. We've got this is the sixth session. These things are absolutely uh, just rich, 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 rich dialogues and discussions about the kingdom of God. Check out all the rethink series. Um, it's on influent.life. And go watch this stuff and feed yourself on something that's going to change the way you think and rewire your soul and make you win. So help you win and, and, and get, speak get you forth. aligned with, get it on with your lips. what God's doing. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. Have a fantastic time. And we'll, we'll see you next time for uh, Rethink yeah. 7. 7. All right, Completion. man. Great job, buddy.